Hello, this is the part of your day where you learn how to get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart with the words of, well, hopefully advice, maybe help, maybe wisdom as well from my 30 careers either side of a microphone in TV and radio studios, standing up and talking with... A group of people in a BBC training capacity, also an awful lot of one-to-one work. And you know what? You can give some generic and general advice to people, whether it be a, a, a room full of people, as I've done before, or from a stage, as I've also done as well. But particularly with this work, with getting a better voice, using the voice that you've got to its optimum purpose, to, to its very best capabilities, is usually the best way to get the best out of somebody. So uh, that's usually what most people like to do when they're in this kind of sphere of voiceover training. One-to-one work is usually best. Yes, you can give some ideas, some philosophies, some generic and general ways of working, what to come across, what to look out for, how to breathe, how to stand and that kind of thing. But certainly when it comes to things like um, inflection and pauses and speed and volume, things like that, usually done very very much so on a one-to-one basis. Now, obviously, I can't help you directly unless you get in touch with me. You want to do that? T-W-W-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. But hopefully, through these series of 900-plus podcast episodes every day for more than 900 days, you're going some way to helping yourself get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. Cues today and assist two lots of cues. First of all, what is a cue? It's the instruction to a presenter to start talking or performing. Now, this could be a verbal cue, or it could be a light cue, or it could be a visual cue tone. Let's go through some of those with the dictionary of voice. And uh, we're talking about the letter C, part four of that. So, yeah, if you want somebody who's the other side of the glass, who is your voiceover presenter, your studio presenter, your DJ, your host, whatever it happens to be, you cue them to know, so they know when it is you want them to start talking, if you are the producer, director, engineer. So this could be verbal. You could be talking on the talkback system, which is the intercom system, from your gallery or the ops room. Uh, whatever you like to call it, uh, through to them, usually in their headphones, for reasons we've discussed before about how round and feedback and screeching and that kind of thing, demonstrated that a few days ago. And you're pressing the button and you're talking to them, Q, that's all you need to say, Q. Sometimes it's go or it's start or it might be five seconds, three, two, Probably not usually usually saying the one there, okay, uh, or in fact sometimes not even the three, the two, and the one is usually five, four, and leaving them to count down at the same pace, the three, the two, and the one, and then when they would have got to zero, they start talking. So that's a verbal cue, specifically telling someone 
to start or when to start in a certain number of seconds. Could be a light where you're pressing a light from the gallery, the ops room, through to them on the desk. If you are the voiceover artist, you might see a light uh, light up. It could be a green light. It could be a red light. It could be another coloured light. But usually convention is for a red light to show you are on air, that everything is set up. Even in a pre-recorded situation, a red light may be saying that the studio is, to all intents and purposes, inverted commas, live... In other words, you've got the potential for that microphone to go up, or maybe the microphone is up already, but you're not expected to talk just yet until the green light goes on, and that is the cue light, the cue for you to start talking. Or maybe it's a cue tone, an audio cue tone, which uh, will be something in your ears, which may either go on or may go off. (laughs) So it could just be a... Something like that in your ears, after which you start talking, or it may be a long tone, after which you leave a beat, and then you start. So, a verbal, a light, or an audio tone. Another definition of cue is, of course, probably one that you're expecting to hear. The script read by a radio presenter or a newsreader to introduce a guest or other live or pre-recorded Item. So it's a script, a cue. Um, as I say, usually a short one, the introduction to something, rather than a script. A script is usually much longer. But if it's an advert, certainly if it's the introduction to a piece, uh, a, a guest, a clip of information, another clip of audio, something like that, uh, a credit, an advertising sponsor, it may not be a script, it may be referred to as a cue particularly if you are leading into another element and finally assist c-y-s-t usually um on one vocal cord it's unilateral in other words a mass that grows within a vocal cord Mm, sorry about this fluid filled usually due to appear because of voice misuse or overuse we've talked about cysts before on the show Shouting, screaming, coughing, particularly using your voice in a loud situation when it's already vocally damaged through perhaps misuse, just talking for a long time, maybe in a marathon voiceover script, not warming up properly, not warming down properly, not giving vocal breaks as well. All of these things will help contribute to a usually unilateral mass that grows within a vocal cord. If something is hurting down there, go and see a health professional immediately. I'm Peter Stewart. That's the end of today's uh, Get A Better broadcast, podcast and voice over voice. Tomorrow, we're going to be looking at, let's just have a little look down here, dips and ducks. Quack, quack. Not that one. Uh, De-emphasising dead air and doors. Not the ones you slam. Find out more tomorrow as a Get A Better broadcast, podcast and voice over voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart.